Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can have the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm excited to have my guest with me today, Brandy Bretthauer. And hopefully I'm saying your last name right. <laughs> she you is are. the daughter of a king, wife, mom, and your Christian mentor and coach. She is deeply passionate about the mission God's placed on her heart. She aims to create an impactful movement by revolutionizing how we sell and scale our businesses with Jesus. Whether she is coaching her clients or speaking, you can be assured she will deliver an abundance of faith and love. She helps successful Christian entrepreneurs experience more faith, freedom, and abundance. This is done by helping you become filled with your faith, work for a place of rest, and scale with Jesus. I love that, Brandy. So excited to have you to this show. Anything else you'd like to add to that intro? Yes, a fun fact about us is that we're huge Kansas City Chiefs fans. I actually surprised my husband on our wedding day at a reception with a mascot, Casey Wolf, at our reception. He did the big entry where he introduced the wedding party. So that was that's just a fun time for us. That is awesome. That's so creative, too. I love that. That's a great gift. <laughs> that is a Everybody nice was surprised. <laughs> yeah, that is so cute. So as you know, this podcast is all about women, faith, and business. So one of the things I really like to ask each guest is, what has your business journey been like? We know that everyone's business journey is different. So I'd love for you to share with the audience, what did your business journey look like for you? How did you actually become this amazing entrepreneur and business owner that you are today? What did that look like? It has been, I'm trying to think of a condensed way to put it. It's, I mean, it has been a wild, faith-filled adventure, probably would be how I sum it up in a short version. But, you know, it started out with just this really strong um, word. It was actually right before I was getting married. You know, right before you, you know, I was getting married, you think all that was on my mind would be wedding stuff. And I just kept feeling the words faith in business, faith in business. And I remember going to our pastor at church going, I think maybe I'm supposed to lead a life group at church with entrepreneurs. Can we do this? He's like, no, 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 no. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me. He said, yes, 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 yes. And I said, well, no, 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 no. I'm getting married next month. Can we hold off until, you know, next, let things settle down. Well, I drug my feet and drug my feet. And it was like eight or nine months later that those words were still there. And this time it was just like, if I didn't do something with this, I didn't know what was going to happen. And you would have thought that I had the clarity 
to like, oh, business, start a business, but no. (laughs) So I launched a Facebook group and I just started ministering towards entrepreneurs at that time and just doing what I love. I have a business background. I was in higher education for over a decade. So I love business and um, was incorporating my faith. And I just started showing up doing that. And then I heard the word coaching again. And I kept pressing into that, leaning into that and was like, okay, what's this about? What's the coaching industry about? Was doing more research and then God um, made a very divine, divine connection. This woman I had known reached out to me. She, long story short, she says, let's get together. We meet up at IHOP and she doesn't know this backstory that I'm sharing with you. And she more or less says, I'm supposed to be your mentor and you need to be coaching people. And I was like, whoa, like, like, like I tell this story now and the hair still stands up on my, on my arm. Um, so in the middle of IHOP, I launched my very first group coaching program and, you know, it was successful, um, by those, by that, you know, secular terms and all of that, you know, and I had a really good start and I ran it for three months and I learned a lot in those three months. You know, at this time I'm newly married, I don't have children. And I learned really quickly that hustling, that this was not sustainable, I, I, this was just crazy talk, crazy feeling. I didn't like it. And I also learned who I loved to serve. At that time, I was primarily serving um, a lot of individuals in the network marketing space, but there was that one client, right, that came, dropped into my world and I just fell in love with her. She was a service-based entrepreneur. She was a bookkeeper. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to pivot know so with that pivot came rebuilding my entire audience but that's from the professional side the business side what then happened was I took a detour God put me on a detour at that same time we decided we wanted to have children and um, we got pregnant quickly and unfortunately I miscarried just like a week or so later Um, So this is the middle of during all of this pivot of business going on. So I was still kind of trying to pivot (laughs) and get going again, Um, but we got pregnant again. And this time it was a second pregnancy and I carried that baby for nine weeks until, and then I miscarried again. Uh, And from then Um, I was just so broken. I was so hurt, so broken. I remember a week before I miscarried that time, I had made my largest investment money and time commitment into a coach. And I I remember wanting so badly to call and quit. You know, I, I was building this business for my baby to have that flexibility, to be really present. I get choked up even talking about it. And now that baby was gone. But I was so broken, I didn't even have it in me to call and quit. (laughs) So I remember just sitting in this community, like numb, you know, trying to go through the motions of building a business, but just so hurt on the inside. And um, not much happened, (laughs) not much happened from a business perspective, but he put me on this wild journey that uh, we ended up getting pregnant a few months later. And the pregnancy was really challenging. You know, I was sick over 20 plus weeks. 
Um, there was weekly doctor's appointments because of my history. Not only that, um, we, the baby um, was showing issues with the kidneys. So I was seeing specialist appointments. I was put on progesterone shots. And if for any women out there, that stuff just, it makes you exhausted, like exhausted, like a different level of exhaustion. So that happened. There was an ER trip in there. The COVID pandemic onset was there. And at 33 weeks, um, right as things, right after things had closed down with the pandemic, I found myself being hospitalized for a month before the baby was born. And, um, and then we had the baby, right? We had the baby, the baby is a boy. We were surprised. He's healthy. He's growing. You guys see him everywhere on social media today. He's just perfect, right? He's perfect. And at eight weeks postpartum, it was a, I remember it just so vividly, you know, I was feeding him, nursing him at two o'clock in the morning. I was just so hungry. He was hungry. I was spiritually hungry. And I asked the Lord, I was like, what do you want me to do with this broken business? I'll do anything. You just tell me if you want me to go back and get a real job, tell me. And he told me, he said, if you put as much faith in your business as you did to bring life into this world, you will move mountains. And everything changed. Like, oh, and he started to show me the parallels between the faith journey that I walked out with my pregnancy and, you know, those challenges and those obstacles. But, you know, I look back on that pregnancy journey and there was so much grace that covered me. You know, there was a lot of challenges that came up and I certainly had my moments, right? I certainly had my moments. But it was like, he just picked me up every time. I'll, I'll never forget the, the call that I had when um, it was a specialist appointment, when we didn't know what was going on with his kidneys. And I remember the call saying my husband couldn't be with me. And that was one of my biggest fears, having had experienced miscarriages prior, that my husband couldn't be with me at appointments, let alone a specialist appointment, right? But I remember that day. And I remember that just that perfect love of Christ helping ease that fear. So God showed me this parallel between, between my pregnancy journey and birthing like literal life into the world, right? And the parallel of the entrepreneur journey and, you know, birthing clients and bringing that to life. And he showed me that, you know, with the challenges that we as women and families face as pregnancy is concerned, there are challenges in our entrepreneur journey, right? There's ups, there's downs, there's the unexpectedness, right? But just as he, his perfect love helped cast out that fear in my pregnancy journey, as he covered me with grace, like people close to me, and it's unbelievable for me to look back on and go, how did I do that? right? But it was God. It was God's love. It was his grace that covered me during that time that I was able to walk it out um, the way that I did. And he showed me that, you know, we should stop putting silos in our life. 
And that same love and that same grace needs to be carried over into our entrepreneur journey. And if we would lean into that perfect love of Christ, as it pertains to any fears that we're experiencing in our business, he's going to, it's going to fade out. Those, those fears are going to wither away and we can operate and work from a place of grace where we don't have to compromise our family and our faith or hustle or get burned out in the process. And he just he just showed me so many different, he loves to speak with me in acronyms and there's just so many downloads that he really started to give to me that really was symbolic of the, the literal process that we go through the bringing life into the world as it is, it pertains to building a business growing a business, birthing clients. Yeah. Um, there's just so many different things. Yeah, no, I love that. Such a great and powerful story. Thank you so much for sharing, Brandy, and being vulnerable and sharing about your journey and your um, pregnancies and your miscarriages. So so sorry to hear about what you had to go through miscarriage-wise. And I remember you said that, you know, one of the ways that you would describe it is a wild, faith-filled adventure, right? This whole uh, business journey has been a wild, faith-filled adventure for you. And I love that God dropped words into your spirit because I found in doing a lot of interviews, people will get a phrase or a word and not fully understand what it means, but it just stays with them. And with you, it was faith and business. You're like, okay, I hear this faith and business thing, not really sure what it means, but I know it's something I need to move forward with. And you just continued on that path. And as, as you continued on that path, God revealed to you what that needed to look like and included making divine connections, right? That's a part of the journey too. If it wasn't for that woman saying, hey, I want to mentor you and I think you should be coaching. And she had no idea that behind the scenes you were thinking coaching was the next step. So these divine connections are also a a way that God guides us, you know, whether it's through the words that he drops in our spirit, the connections with other people to help guide us um, and showing us along the way Um, Even like when you said you were feeding your son and you were like, I know there's more God. What is that? You know, what is it that you have for me? He spoke directly as to giving you that parallel with the journey that it took to to birth your son. So, so many great good nuggets in that story. I hope everyone listening um, got those pointers and some of those key things to really take away from Brandy's business journey. So good, so good. So, you know, this podcast is about business and faith. So I always also like to ask about your faith journey because how we become believers of Jesus Christ looks different for everyone right so can you share a little bit about what has your faith journey been like how did you become a believer in Jesus Christ that's a really great question I'm glad you brought it up because you're gonna see some parallels some synchronicities with the story I just shared too here so I'm actually going to take you back to like childhood for a hot minute for a second here. Okay. So I did not grow. I grow. How do I say this? Um, we went to church on holidays, right? And there was a particular denomination that I grew up in that, you know, how do I say this? There was just very like dot your eyes, cross your T's, do this. Right. And I never knew about the relationship. And there were some circles that we ran in that was just felt very judgmental. Right. 
But it wasn't until my early 20s when I was working a corporate job and my case closed, my caseload was like, they, it like tripled in size. And at the same time, there was some stuff going on at home. My, my papa was in the hospital. My mom's health wasn't doing very well. Work was crazy. And I was a hot mess. Like there was no other way to put it. I was trying to do everything in my battling anxiety. And I remember driving down the road one day and feeling like everything was falling apart. And I remember just screaming out to God, like, please help me, like just crying out to him. And at that same period in my life, like I'm talking a few days, I wish I would have kept a journal at that time in my life, but it was within the same week, I woke up to a dream from my granny and I had a really close, um, uh, connection bond with my, with my granny. And she said to me in this dream, I mean, I don't even think it was a dream. It was like real, like it was touch. I mean, it was such a conviction that she left me with, but she said, have faith. And literally from that moment, everything changed. You know, I struggled badly with anxiety prior to that. So I would say the next gosh, probably almost eight years of my life, looking back, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know then, but looking back, I went from lost pre twenties, right? Not really having any relationship, not going to church. Then in my twenties, um, moving to having been baptized, but sitting in what I refer to as believing or chair two for God, right? This more of a religion, right? I look back and I still didn't quite have the relationship that I have today, where then he took me into this deeper relationship of intimacy, of a two-way conversation, chair one of accepting his love as a daughter of a king and almighty God. And really what that means, like that abundance, that kingdom mindset, right? So it was not, um, you know, you hear a lot of individuals from a business perspective, like, oh, make six figures in 90 days or, or like neither one of my journeys was this overnight, like quick fix, right? My faith journey was a walk. My business journey was a walk. Yeah, I love that because that's why it's a journey, right? It's definitely a process and it takes time for us to get to where we're at right now and knowing that your process, and I hear this a lot with the podcast, the relationship versus the rituals, you know, with the denomination that you were in, you know, it was more of donning your I's, crossing your T's, and it was more of rituals, you know, than actual relationship. But God is a God of intimacy. God is a God that desires that intimacy with his children. So knowing that the deeper level that you went, you know, as you journeyed on in your faith, that's when you realize the importance of relationship and less about judgy religion, right? That that sometimes can be caught up, not just only in denomination, in certain denominations, but in church in general, sometimes you can, you can get that feeling of judgment, feeling of, um, you know, needing to do things a certain way. And even when Jesus was here on earth, he, he kind of um, counteracted the judgment that they were giving 
even him, right? They judge Jesus. So uh, a lot of times religious people can can come off very judgmental. That is that is definitely true. So I love that you shared that as a part of your faith journey. So I know we talked about your faith journey. We talked about your business journey, but I'd love for you to share with the audience why you decided to combine your faith and your business. You could easily have a business and not talk about Jesus or God on your platform, but why did you decide to be very open and honest and really glorify God on your business platform? What did that look like for you? Why you decided that was the direction that you needed to go in? the direction that you think that you have the plans that you think you know he he spirit he wakes you up at three o'clock three thirty in the morning and says this right you know for example he told me um you know for this season at least i will be giving people a word right and you're like okay and it was just walking things out realizing that when i'm obedient he rewards obedience. Like there's that's we're talking about God's economy versus like secular world type of economy. You know, I have a background in higher education. Um, I have a business background, graduate degree. I've, I've done adjunct instructing for you know business classes, sales and marketing classes. None of some of the things that I've walked through are taught in those classes from a secular perspective. It's really just walking it out and realizing that there is a different economy that he wants us to be a part of. And it starts with, you know, obedience and faith, right? And it really is a lot of, okay, is this what I want my flesh wants? Or is this what Holy Spirit is wants, right? And being obedient and biting in that. So, what you're seeing today, what the people are seeing today was nothing that I could have ever <laughs> dreamed up, imagined, developed on my own whatsoever. This was not how it all started. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. That's a good point. Have faith, be spirit led and be obedient, right? And in having faith and being spirit led and being obedient, that's how you created this brand and where you're at today was because of those things. You had faith, you were spirit led and you were obedient to what God told you to do in the marketplace. So it makes sense. Definitely love that, love that. So we know from scripture that God likes to do things very different than the world. We talked about his economy versus the world's economy. In what ways has God told you to do things differently? Is there any particular thing that when you look back compared to other businesses in your industry or even your industry in general, God was like, oh, no, Brandy, you're not doing it this way. <laughs> you're doing it completely opposite. Is there any particular um thing that stands out for you where you're like, oh, this is when God told me, you know, you're not going to do it the world's way. You're going to do it my way in particular. Yeah. The most, um, I mean, they're all big, right? You're like, oh, you get a word and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's pivot, you know, let's redirect. The one that really has kind of, uh, I don't know, if, mm, taken back is not the right word, but you're just like, oh, really? Are you sure, God? was when he woke me up and he said, you will give them a word. I was like, and this, the, the particular phrase, let me kind of back up, is he said, you don't have to market, you will give them a word. 
And that was one of those 3.30 in the morning things. And it's important for any of the listeners that this is what Holy Spirit is telling me, right? But those that are listening need to sit with Holy Spirit and be led by him because they may tell you, he may tell you something completely different, right? Um, But that's something that, again, I have a background in higher education, have taught a number of classes. You don't find that in any, any university, secular university out there as it pertains to how to build a business. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you shared that he woke you up at three, four o'clock in the morning, because that is a thing, right? That is actually a thing. I've had other people on the podcast talk about their 4 a.m. experiences or their 4 a.m. I think in one podcast episode, we talked about it as the 4 a.m. business meeting with God, right? He wakes you up and says, hey, I have something that I need to tell you about business. And it just happens to be 4 a.m. in the morning, right? He really gets us our attention at the, those times. And I'm sure there's a deeper reason why that happens to so many of us, that 3 a.m., 4 a.m. specific time period. Uh, I'm not going to go into that, but I'm sure there's a whole study as to, you know, um, uh, there's a study around why that actually happens. But I love that, you know, he gave you that word. And and the word was just simply, you don't have to market, you will just give them a word, right? So you don't have to do the funnels and the emails and the social media and do it the way that your industry may be doing it or doing it the way that it looks like on the world standards, but you will just give them a word. And I'm sure that word is coming from the Holy Spirit. And that's how you will get your clients. So I love that, um, that was the directive. That was the way that he shared with you what you need to be doing in the marketplace. So it's so important for us to pay attention when we get those messages and we have those meetings at 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. in the morning and be obedient to it, right? Be obedient. That was key. So one of the questions I really love to ask on the podcast is, it's kind of like a signature question for this podcast is, how would you define the power of faith? I know we've mentioned faith throughout your interview, but how would you actually define it, the power of faith? The power of faith, that's a loaded question. And, you know, when people ask you, like, how do you describe like Jesus's love, right? It's like, like, you can't there are no words to describe that. Right. And I feel like it's very symbolic to the power of faith too. Mm. Like when I say it's literally life changing, I mean that it is life changing. I mean that it will turn your life, your business, every part of, of it, it changes everything. And one thing I didn't share with you earlier, you know, I touched on it, but I didn't touch on the degree you know, I, I shared that I um, dealt, dealt with some anxiety in the past. And, you know, both of my parents have severely, severely suffered from mental illness. You know, mm. um, you know my ho- husband, or pardon me, my uh, father is actually homeless. Like mm. it's, it's, it's touched our family in a very, very deep way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you think about like genetics and you think about okay, Hey, I'm dealing with anxiety right now. And you see your parents, how, how, how it has crippled them and how it has impacted the family. And, you know, I'm not, I knew the path that I was headed down. I saw it 
looking at my parents. And so to have that interaction, that that God divine connection where, you know, my granny came to me and said, have faith. And literally I went from being on anxiety meds to no longer being on anxiety meds and living this life full of love and joy and abundance. Now, I, I want to make sure we're very clear here with the listeners too. Each case is very differently. You know, my um, I have people that are very close to me who who seek help, who are on medications and that need that. So there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? So I want to make make sure I'm very clear with that. But I also want to like, that's my story too. You know, that's the power and the impact that it's had on me personally too. So if we can lean into that perfect love, if we can have faith and sometimes that faith means just for this moment, right? Sometimes it's moment by moment by moment, day by day, hour by hour, like we have to take it down and very granular, no matter where you're at in your journey, you know? So when you, if you would have asked me this question a decade and a half ago, it would have been very different. You know, it, it, my faith walk would have looked very different. You know, I remember being in junior high or pardon me, high school, struggling with anxiety and everything that was going on at home life. And it was more of a moment by moment decision where we had to walk that out. But when I really started to, when I had that dream and that encounter where my granny said, have faith. And I started to really surrender myself, really just, there's no other way to put it. Surrender myself to him and walk in that faith was when everything changed. Yeah. Yeah. I just love how you're always so open and honest and vulnerable with the stories that you share. Cause I know that people can relate to it. You know, a lot of the things that you've shared, including the mental health in your family um, are things that other people can relate to. And sometimes people don't talk about those things. So that's really helpful and it really does help other people. So I just wanted to chime in and say that, that that really helps being so open and honest and vulnerable. So thank you for being that way. No, I, I appreciate that. I think, I think that's what's missing in the marketplace is this vulnerability and authenticity. You know, so oftentimes we see people's highlight reels and we don't see what's really happened behind the scene and everything that they have went through and walked through to get to where they're at today. And what I hope and pray that, you know, for people to hear my story is that they start to see, see the, the connection of how he's worked things for it's for my good. And he does that for all of us. You know, it, he's taken me through this you know, I am lost to not just uh, dotting I's and crossing T's type of religion to an abundance kingdom mindset. He's taken me from, from a place of anxiety to, you know, filled with faith and love and, and all of these things. And, and you can even see, even with my business journey, like it didn't start when I quote unquote said it started, right. It go back to my mid twenties when, when I got that word from the Lord through my granny and said, have faith. That was business was not on my mind, but that journey started then. And I only know that now looking back, 
you know, he put me on a faith walk, a faith journey starting, I mean, even before then, but it's been a walk to a point now where I can start to incorporate what I have learned through over a decade of walking out my faith in my life and how it parallels to our business journey. Right. Yeah. So that's just why I hope that people, you know, take from it is that, you know, we all, we all have different challenges, you know, that's something that's biblical is, you know, he didn't promise us this perfect life. Right. And, um, but faith, faith gives us, it gives us a way, you know, I think that we are always either increasing or decreasing in our faith. And so why would, why would, you know, if God gave us the spirit of free will, you know, we have to be mindful to choose faith over that fear, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I love that. It summed up with faith gives us a way. (laughs) It gives us a way at the end of the day. Hey, that rhymes. It gives us a way at the end of the day. There we go. So that was a great way to define the power of faith. So the podcast is all about faith and business. So how would you define the power of business? Ooh. Oh, I like this because, you know, again, you don't know what you don't know. And where I'm at today, if you would have asked me that question two years ago, I'm like, oh, you're going to go and impact, help people solve this specific problem. But, you know, I'm in a whole other place of like, we get to be kingdom driven entrepreneurs. He has anointed us with a specific gift to go out and help people solve those problems. But he has equipped us and we've gone through this journey of, of this kingdom walk so that we can go out and be a light to other people. So they can go, Hey, what's up with Nadine? What's up with Brandy? Like they're glowing. They're doing things differently. You know, what's that about? Right. So then we're, we're getting able to show people through the way in which we're working, the way in which we're operating, the way in which we're, we're building relationships, um, that it's a way of life. It's a way of business, um, to become more like Jesus, right? You know, our universal calling that he has for us is to become more like Jesus, right? So he has positioned, uniquely positioned us, not just as Christian entrepreneurs, but kingdom driven entrepreneurs to help people see that light. So they too can become more like Jesus in their walk. However, that may look like for them in in their business, whether an accountant or a speaker or a coach or consultant, you know, no matter the the vehicle, right. That we're on, we're all in this universal uh, journey together to become more like Jesus. Amen. I love it. I heard that we are anointed and equipped to shine our light in the marketplace by being more like Jesus. So that was a great definition of the power of business. This has been a great conversation, Brandy. Lots of nuggets and good things for people to take away from this episode. If someone is interested in learning a little bit more about what you do and how you help, what would be the best place for them to reach out to you? 
the best place, I mean, obviously, just, I love relationships. And I love people's stories. So they can easily reach out to me on social media, Brady Bredhauer. I'm almost on all of the social media platforms out there so they can find me there. Or um, the best way to really like go deep and learn about me would be through my Scale with Jesus masterclass. It's, it's, uh, it's on demand. That would probably be a really good way to, for you to learn more about my philosophy and, and the way in which I work and operate to see if it aligns uh, with them. But of course, like I said, nothing beats just having a conversation. And I love to hear people's stories. Yeah, definitely. So be be sure to connect with Brandy on social media and check out her on-demand Scale with Jesus masterclass and um, get some more from Brandy. Thank you so much, Brandy, for being on the podcast. It has been a joy. Thank you. I, I just thank you so very much. What you're doing is absolutely wonderful, spreading that word of you know, women, faith and business out there, like that's just, that's doing some major impact. So I just thank you for, you know, leaning into what he's calling you to do to serve all of your listeners. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has not just given you information you can use, but was insightful and inspirational. Wherever you are listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episode or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract the people you are called to serve in the marketplace so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 404-982-4736. That's 404 982 four seven three six